Angie. Hello, Nicole. Is that as excited as you're going to get to well, record our know, podcast? Like, Angie, hi, I'm here. Well, there you go. Oh, hi. I mean, that's what you would do if we were meeting in the coffee shop. You'd be like, oh, it's I'd so be like, hi, Angie. Yeah, see? So there you go. Oh. That's a proper introduction. That is excitement so that people can get excited about hanging out with us and having some coffee. Although you're not drinking coffee right now. No, I'm a little... Coffeed out. I'm a little coffeed <laughs> out. So I have my diet soda and my water. Okay. So I can decide in the moment what I want. <laughs> I am still drinking my coffee from this morning. You know, I fill up a really big container of coffee every day. And I feel like all I ever do is drink coffee. But when I realized in the morning when I go to clean this cup to fill it with fresh, I'm pouring out coffee. So I'm really just sipping all day. I don't even drink the whole thing. So you, I feel better now. Do you I, like cold coffee? I, I, I never, do. We've never had that conversation. I do. In the summertime, I do like to make cold coffee. Yep. I make a fufu cold coffee. Not a, just a normal cold coffee, but a fufu. Fufu. A fufu. Yes, I have all the sugar-free things, and I have almond milk, and I do a fufu because I'm just that kind of girl. <laughs> I need my fufu. I, I mean, oh, my gosh. Normally, I'm not. Normally, I'm like, yeah. Okay, I have to tell you this. Totally crazy, though, but talking about kind of conversation, sitting, overhearing a conversation. Okay, after church, the kids and I went to Costco. I'm like, we're going to sit, we're going to eat. At Costco? Yeah, we had, you know, hey, let's, I ordered okay. a pizza in advance, and then, oh, okay. yeah, so for $13, I could feed you my know, family for crazy. lunch. For $13, I could feed my... Yeah, okay, se- yes. several kids. Yes. Right. Okay, gotcha. So all of this is because the conversation of sitting down over here in a conversation, the guy next to me with his daughter was listening to our entire conversation. I was roaring on the inside, semi-mortified. Wait, he was listening to our podcast? No. no. Oh, he was listening to your yes, conversation keep up, keep with your up. kids. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. I'm following. Would you like to take a wild guess what the conversation was about? Washington, D.C.? No. Caskets. You were talking about caskets. My son, Evan, was trying to look up. He's into this drink called Prime. And anyway, so he wanted to see if Costco had it. So when he typed in Prime, apparently it's a casket company. And Costco sells caskets. <laughs> oh my gosh i did not know that costco sold caskets oh, yeah twelve hundred dollars anyway which i think that is, is relatively really, cheap that's really cheap okay now that we've buried my dad i know it's much I, cheaper than I you bet. think so this whole conversation andy was i don't want you to get a casket for me just put me in a body bag that's what my son evan said put me in a body bag just kick me in the hole you can't do that. That's, well, that's what he told me. He's trying to save me money. He was like, I really want to save you money. But really, what if I want a five or $10,000 casket? This guy's overhearing this whole conversation. How do you know he's overhearing? Did he get because involved? Because he's chuckling. Because out of, the cor- <laughs> out of the corner of my eye, I see him over there. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Did you involve him in the conversation at all? No, because I just couldn't call him out. But I mean, I went with it. And then the kids were like... Going on and on about death and what does this look like and what does this mean? And Evelyn's like, Mom, I'm okay if you die. And I said, really? <laughs> I know, right? I go, really? Thanks. You are? You're you're okay with that? She goes, well, yeah, because you'll be with Jesus. And I said, yeah, fair enough. That's great. I understand that. But this whole thing went on and on about caskets. Evan. Okay, yeah. well, there's he's more. The, he's the one that's going to get that kind of a conversation started. Oh, my stars. So there's more. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, 
now I give them the card. They go and get their ice cream to sit and eat ice cream. Evan's manning the table. By the way, Costco on Sunday is not a good idea. It's like a holiday. <laughs> it was horrible. So Ian is pushing the flatbed because I shop with a flatbed. Wow. And well, your water bottles, your dog food, your wow. paper towels, toilet paper, family I've of seven. I never thought about that, but oh. I think I will start doing that because I always overfill my cart. No, flatbed so. is the way to go. People stay out of your way. Okay. So my phone dings and it's Evan. I'm like, what in the world? You know what he texted me and his father? A picture of two tombstones and said, this is what I'm getting for your 50th birthday. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, Evan, oh, my stars. You see, I have access to the, do you get those at Costco as well? <laughs> no, I asked him about that later. But anyway, just the whole conversation of overhearing a conversation. This guy, I'm sure, is going to be talking about that. Some woman and her He's probably got a podcast. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and I wonder, I wonder if. I wonder what he would do if you involved him into the conversation or, you know, does it bug you? Like if, if people overhear what you're saying. So my, no, because it doesn't, yeah. no, it doesn't bother me. Otherwise I wouldn't be doing this. I could. What do you think about less. when people jump in like from another table and you go, what? Okay. My mom <laughs> does that, but she's not at another table. Is she? Oh yeah. She will butt in on any conversation. Oh, from <laughs> Oh yeah. She'd be like, Oh, I overheard. Let me tell you blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She does that. I'm a little bit like my mom, but not that badly. <laughs> I mean, some people say, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't help but overhearing, and here's this. And Well, when and you it, grocery shop, if you hear somebody say, oh my gosh, where's the whatever, and you know where it is, do you ever just say, oh, it's over? But see, that's helpful. But, but you're overhearing. It's when you're sitting there talking about things that you really don't want to, you know, it's just between you and me. We wouldn't talk about it on the podcast, so... I wouldn't want somebody to jump in on that conversation. What if we were talking about, I don't know, something traumatic and I don't know. Well, Unless somebody is this? helpful. I don't know. I, the podcast, yes. You and I, are. we generally talk about fun stuff. I mean, sometimes it gets a little heavy, but for the most part, I'm not going to sit here and, I mean, I'm not going to qualify a lot of what we talk about. We just keep on going. So what you're saying is you don't need a couch to lay down on to talk about all your woes? And I grab nope. out my pen and paper? No. Nope. And it looks like I'm taking notes, but I'm really drawing stick figures. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you beyond the um, the overheard conversation talk, or have you got more to add to that story? No, you Because I, I started to interrupt you and realized No, nope, I... go ahead. Oops, I interrupted. Well, no, nope, we'll be done. My time's up. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to cut you off, but if you want to talk Why? more that's about dying, that's fine. Hello? Caskets at Costco. That's that's amazing. I'm going to have to put that down. <laughs> I told the kids, I said, I think I'm going to have to buy you guys one for Christmas. And somebody said, no, you can't do that. I'm like, why not? And then it turned into one of the girls said, that's okay. I'll start sleeping in it now. Again, weird conversation. <laughs> and then it turned into just... Just cremate me because the jar's cheaper. I mean, like, literally, the whole so, conversation. <laughs> I just went through all of this with my dad, right? I'm, and I'm we, sorry. We walk into the funeral home, and she starts asking us questions about what we want. And then she hands us what looked like a menu, front and back, oh, of all the things you choose from and the pricing. And they have it on this menu. And unbelievable, the costs. And then she takes us up to this little showroom. Of different box, my dad got cremated. So what do we want to put his ashes in? Right. And there's all these 
you know, different options. And we all were like, oh, dad would not want to spend that much money. So we just right. got a plain, a plain copper box, or I guess it was brass, because we drilled a hole and put his Marine Corps emblem on oh. it. And then we buried that. Yeah. But uh, it was just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get over it. I mean, death is inevitable. Right. And in a lot of ways, that is taken advantage of. I mean, I, I cannot get over the costs of these things. They don't let you just do a plain box anymore. Like just a pine box. Nope. Nope. Got to get the fancy stuff. You can even rent a casket. Really? You can rent a casket if you want to do like a viewing and then have them cremated. And we said, no, we don't want to do all that stuff. And it still cost like $7,000. was ridiculous. Are you the one that told me how much it costs to have an obituary put in the paper? Yes. Another racket. So I would just put it on uh, Facebook. Enough people would find it on Facebook. Unbelievable. I'm going to have mine all on Facebook. So when I die, y'all know it happened. So Well, and we'll get a jar for you. And I'm, I'm yeah, like this is ridiculous. Anyway, okay, we're moving away from the casket yes. conversation. I want to talk to you about some homesteading. <laughs> Because you know, I'm I'm, the, old, transition. I'm okay. the epitome of homesteader, right? No, I'm okay, not. Okay, notice I was speechless because yes. I'm not really sure where you were going with that. My mother, since she moved in, I'm reminded of how many things I don't know how to do. Oh, isn't that so loving of a mother? <laughs> no, no, she doesn't remind me. Oh, just because I remember what she knows, oh, and okay. that reminds okay. me of what I don't know. Okay, so she knows how to knit and she knows how to crochet, which. My kids know how to do, but I, it skipped me somehow. And she sews, which she and my sister, seamstresses, I mean, they just sew everything. They have sergers. I mean, the whole thing. They're just that kind of good. My sister can do anything. She can embroider the whole bit. And that just skipped me. I can make something if I want to. I used to make costumes for the kids. And everybody would go, those are fantastic. And I'm like, if you saw the stitching, you would not be saying they were so fantastic. Right. But... When my sister came to visit a few months back, I was so shocked because I was making sourdough. And she goes, how do you do that? Your sister did? And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, I don't know how to make bread. What? Like, this is the same mom that we have. My mom used to make bread all the time. She was always making homemade bread. She makes homemade everything. I mean, right? She does. That's what she did growing up. So I was really surprised that my sister didn't know how to make bread. And so she was asking me all kinds of questions, which blew my mind, truly blew my mind. Asking you or asking your mom? Asking me. She cool. was asking me how to make the bread. So I, okay, I am trying to, uh, I, I can see the way the world is going and I can see how dependent we are as a people on grocery stores and you know, it's like when the pandemic happened and everybody freaked out and cleared off the shelves, you know? Right. I don't want to be dependent on that stuff. I want to know how to do this stuff myself. So we intend to have a garden this year, I hope. <laughs> I haven't figured that part out yet, but I'm not good at gardening. My mom is. Um, Wonderful. So she's going to help me. But I started doing a sourdough because when I went home to, uh, when I was visiting my dad, I hadn't, you know, I... I had left and my dad was transitioning and so I came back. We talked right. about that before. Right. So during that week that I was home, or I guess it was four days, I went and visited a really good friend of mine. She's been a friend of mine since college. She lives right down the road. And she had us for lunch. 
And she had made some fresh sourdough. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen my husband. Yes, when I've it met comes him. to no, when <laughs> it comes to foods that he likes. For instance, when we came over to your house and he had the salmon all out there in the charcuterie board and how he went nuts over that. Right. <laughs> I right. always tell him, my mom's dog is named Maggie. And when you're eating, she's looking at you very intently. And I say, <laughs> you look like Maggie right now because you're waiting for the food to come. Anyway, she came out with this warm sourdough bread and a thing of butter. And if you got a thing of butter, first of all, that's going to put my husband out right there because right. he loves butter. Right. He is a butterholic. And he absolutely went nuts over the sourdough and the butter. And she was making kombucha, which you, you're you looking at me like you don't know what kombucha is. I know I do, but I'm not. It's not. It's basically a fermented tea. So you, you use a tea. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. You use tea and then you put this thing in there. It's called a SCOBY. And that's an acronym, which I'm not going to tell you what the acronym's for because I don't remember. But the SCOBY goes in there and it ferments your your tea. And you do that for a few weeks and it's good for your gut, all that fermentation. And it gives you natural bubbles and, you know, the whole bit. Anyway, um, my so we enjoyed her kombucha and her homemade lunch that she made us and the sourdough bread. And Tom was just in hog heaven. So she came over the next day and she brought me a scoby so that I could start my own kombucha. And she brought me a sourdough starter. And she said, here, this is what you do. I wrote all the instructions on the outside of the container. Take it home and do this, which was amazing. Now, at the time, my dad was... Uh, not feeling well, so the house was really, really warm. As a matter of fact, the evening before he passed, it was like 80 degrees in there. Not kidding. We were all sweating, but we knew that Dad needed it. it. Well, my sourdough was sitting on the counter. Oh, no. (laughs) It just exploded. She goes, I forgot how warm your dad's house was. (laughs) So anyway, I brought it home. I made lots of sourdough bread and things like that. My husband was so happy. And then... My starter died. Like, I just died. So I looked it up and started making my own starter. And I have been fighting with getting a starter ready. So I called my friend Chris. And I said, oh, my gosh. I'm starting a new starter because I killed the one you gave me. Help me out. (laughs) She sent me her recipe, which was not much different from the one that I had. And she gave me some pointers. She said, your countertop is too cold. Really? She's like, yeah, you got to put it on a towel. You got to wrap it up. Well, my mom had cut off... (laughs) I don't know why she does this stuff, but she had a white like sweatshirt. Oh, I know what it was. <laughs> I'll tell you in a minute. My, my my mom had a white sweatshirt. She gave me the sleeve that she had cut off of it. And so I put my sourdough jar in the sleeve and I put it on top of a, a heating pad and I put the heating pad on low. And that's just enough to get the stuff to ferment like it's supposed to. So I opened it up yesterday. I have beautiful bubbly sourdough. I'm so excited my sourdough is back. So now I can make another loaf of bread. The reason why my mom... Oh, no. (laughs) She'll never listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) You hope. No, she won't. Because I'd have to do it for her. I'll put her on a different episode. Anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) my mom said she, she tried on one of her shirts in her closet, which was the white sweatshirt. And she couldn't get back out of it, so she cut herself out of it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's why she had a sleeve. Angie. <laughs> so she was home alone. I couldn't help her. So, <laughs> But she was laughing about it. It's not like I'm making fun of her. 
I'm not because she was laughing about it. But I think that's funny. She's got a couple of sweatshirts. She's cut herself out of of outgrown, I guess she might say. Oh, my goodness. You know, she's learning how to live life on her own. And she when she wants to eat something, I said, eat it. Yeah. Did you remove the scissors? No, she's not dangerous. (laughs) Come on. Oh, my goodness. But that's why she had a sleeve that I could use. I just think that's funny. Anyway, so back to sourdough. Have you ever had sourdough bread? So I'm the closest thing that I can think of to sourdough would be growing up. There was this thing called friendship. Bread. Friendship bread. Is it's, that? It's kind of the similar idea, but friendship bread's a lot sweeter. Okay. But yes, it is basically the same kind of concept. I've never done any of this with um, the starter. Never. But the sourdough starter, you have to feed every day. So you actually, and, and I've made sourdough cinnamon rolls because that's another thing that my You're husband You're going to have leaves. to prove it to me. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend I made him, not with the sourdough, but I did make him apple fritters. I, my husband loves food and anything I can make that he can put butter on, I'm, right. I'm doing a good wifely thing. So anyway, I'm going to now, I said, okay, my sourdough's ready. What do you want? And he said, oh, I want some cinnamon rolls, <laughs> which is Okay. But I think I'm going to make a loaf of bread. I went to a, an event one day, and they had a potluck. And this lady was talking about how she drives all the way to Troy just to get this sourdough bread that this lady makes. And it had rosemary and Italian stuff on top, you know, Ooh. seasoning of some sort. And, and she just raved over it. And I was looking at that thing going, I can do that as soon as my sourdough works. <laughs> so I might make a couple of loaves of that. And take her one, just because, you know, then she wouldn't have to drive all the way to Troy. And I get eggs from her, so it'll be a good swap. Look at you. You've got all your things in order for homesteading. What are you going to do for your garden? Do you already have? Wait. Oh. I'm going to get back to the homesteading on the, okay, sourdough is good. Now I have three, one, two, three, gallons of kombucha that I'm making. So the kombucha, I've made all different flavors. Can you spell that? K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A. Kombucha. Okay. Anyway, I got three of them. I I intended, because we drink it within a week, we drink the eight bottles that it makes within a week. So I I made it to where I had a, a harvest every week. And I just keep rotating them, right? Angie, if Brian listens to this, he's going to want to start doing that too. Oh, I'll bring Brian some kombucha. I'll okay. feed him kombucha. Okay. Anyway, so and it comes out so good. And so anyway, I got three of them brewing right now. I just recently made some ginger kombucha that my husband loves. He was like, that's real good. I'm anyway, sorry. All of it just sounds gross. It's not. It's just, okay. it's just cold tea and it's good for the gut. Okay. And the stuff in the, the stores that you buy is really super sweet and bubbly, you know, because the more sugar you put in there. And right, anyway, right. the way they do it is different. I like mine. They add all these flavors to it. I just like the way I do it. I do half black tea and half green tea, and I do it decaf, and boom, it's done. But I did do an elderberry version, green tea elderberry, which came out really, really good. Are you going to start wearing prairie dresses and a <laughs> bonnet of some sort? Well, that's what I'm telling you. I'm starting to homestead. So back to the garden. <laughs> we have all this space for garden now, so I can go out and garden all yeah. I want. I uh, just need to figure out what to do about the deer because we don't want to feed the deer or the rabbits. So those are out there. Anyway, I know that we do spaghetti squash. Yes. We've already Mm-mm. talked about that and you get plenty of seeds out of there. So I thought about just, you know, 
tossing the seeds out there, see if they grow. I th- I think we have to do we have to do lettuce of some sort because we eat salads all the time. We love cauliflower and broccoli. Mm-hmm. We love peppers, especially sweet peppers and tomatoes. So those are probably a given. And my mom, next week, we're going back to take mom back to New York, and she's already got it in her mind. She is going to dig up her rhubarb and her asparagus and bring it back. So we'll have rhubarb and asparagus as well. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. Ooh, I was just thinking about where to plant that, and now I know where to plant it. My husband took out a a set of stairs the other day, yesterday. Uh, on our back porch, they built an enclosure for the back porch, uh-huh. but they left a set of stairs on the side, which are not being used. So he took the stairs down, but there are two posts in the ground, really deep oh. in the ground to set the stairs on, and he can't get those out. So I could have him make a raised flower bed right there, and we could put the, because it's in the sun. Oh, oh, I am brilliant. Oh, my oh. gosh. What? That was a good idea. Thank you, Lord. Anyway, I don't ever claim any of those brilliant ideas for myself. I'm just saying. What What are you going to do with the rhubarb? Eat it. Well, I love rhubarb. Okay, but the only thing I've ever had is just pie. What else? Strawberry rhubarb pie? We yeah, make, but what else do you do with rhubarb? We do other rhubarb than sauce. Oh. oh, so it's like it's like apple butter, but it's okay. rhubarb. And you can put that on toast. Oh, my gosh. It's sourdough so bread. Well, you could put it on your sourdough toast, yes. Oh. <laughs> There's all kinds of things. I have a rhubarb cake that I know how to make. Um, that's really good. And you even use the juice to, to uh, in, you know, in the cake where you'd put other liquids, you'd use that juice and it's just rhubarb all the way through. Oh my gosh, I love spring. Have I told you how much I love spring? And Right now, spring is not treating me very well here. It's in getting the month better. Of March. It's, it's, it's getting, getting better. better since like 8 a.m. Yes. It's now that it's spring. Yeah, I know. And it's going to get warmer. And now it's going to be in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 40s, 50s, 60s coming, going forward. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Brian has said all along about this seasonal affective disorder and how it's a real thing. So get some vitamin D in you. I know, but listen, he's talking about how March is the longest month of the year. And before, I know, but before I'm like, whatever, that's the silliest thing. It really is. Did you tell him he was right? No. I have. I, we don't have issues with that. He knows he's right. It's right. I wasn't arguing. It would just, I've just never really thought of it that way. You don't tell him he's right when he's right. You well, just sure. know he I'd knows like, he's right. Come on. It's, thing. it's a way to show respect. You know, right. Okay, You're Brian, right. you were right. Yeah. It's, argu- <laughs> it's not an argument thing. I wasn't. I do that to Tom because so often he has. You think you're right? More often I'm right. So when he's right, I go, you're right. And he's like, say that again. Right. Could you put that on uh, repeat? <laughs> you need to get one of those stuffed animals that you push a button. And you're he right. says, no, I'm just trying to give him confidence and and encourage him because he is right a lot of the times. But he he's really hard on himself when he gets things wrong. So I'm trying to encourage him and just say, you know what? You were right. Because it's the way I love him. But see, you don't have to tell your husband that because he's got all kinds of self-confidence, right? We encourage one another. Okay, there you go. Tell him he's right. See what it says. See what he does. Like, honey, you know what? You're right. And he'll probably look at you like you've got no. four eyes. It's just never been an issue. Like, it's just never been an issue for us. Hmm. The whole I'm right, you're right. Okay, whatever. Hmm. It just, it, yeah. 
I don't know. I wouldn't to, do it just to just to try a social experiment and encourage you mean your husband. Manipulate him? No, it's not manipulating. It's encouraging him just to see if he reacts to encouragement. Yes. Does he get I enough will... encouragement from you? Probably. You think so? I would hope so. If you don't know, then you probably should try it. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll work on that. You work on your homesteading. It's just because you've been husband. you've been married a lot of years, and I'm still fresh at this, so I know it works with him. Okay. Food and telling him he's right. <laughs> those are the go. two things. Wait, food, butter, and those. Food, butter. Butter. Got to have the butter. We actually, last time we went shopping, butter prices are like ridiculous. Are you, you going to start churning your own butter? No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, how deep are you going, girl? Well, you know, it's not a bad idea. Oh Maybe my. I could get a goat and make my own goat cheese. I got plenty of room for a goat. I got, oh my god! I could have chickens. Stop. I could have chickens if I wanted to. No, I will tell you, we had a conversation the other day about price of chickens. We used to have them and we're talking about getting them again. And he's on the phone with his dad and he was like, can you believe chickens are, you know, whatever. They're $7 now instead of two or three. I don't remember. Don't get a rooster. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that you, one. Have, is he still in the freezer? No. Is Freckles still in the freezer? He's not. Okay. Good. He did not make it through the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, okay. If you're wondering what we're talking about, you got to go back to the very beginning of the podcast when we talked about Freckles, yes. the rooster. Yes. It was hard to dispose of him, but <laughs> it was. It was weird. It was like the end of an era, but chicken, <laughs> chickens, let me get back to chickens. So anyway, so he's like, I can't believe how expensive they are. He's talking to his dad and I said, right. Brian, we go out for breakfast and we spend, you know, what, five, seven, ten dollars for a plate of food. That consists of one or two eggs, but yet spending seven or eight dollars on a chicken that's going to produce a whole mm-hmm, lot of breakfast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like why well, you gotta have the f- and the feed is not horrible expensive. It's actually well, a pretty cheap animal to keep. Exactly. And then if you only keep them for eight weeks, if you get the broilers as well as the layers, oh my stars. the broilers Listen you can you. eat after eight weeks. Come on, now we were a four H family. We did chickens. <laughs> And I have a husband that I'm appreciative of that does all this. Have you told him that lately? <laughs> I will tell him to tune in and listen as I am. As you say, I think I have. I think I've encouraged him. He's probably yelling at the radio. Not today, you haven't. I could use a little more. I can hear him now. I take care of my man. <laughs> oh, oh, jeez. Anywho. It could always help. I'm just saying a kind word. I would like some of your sourdough. Would you like Starter to try, try, try for Brian to continue with it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you some. Brian, you see me for some kombucha. You know, you guys come over, play cards. We'll drink kombucha. There you I go. Just, I can't bring myself to drink something I can't spell. K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A. It's just like it sounds, Nicole. <laughs> oh, I did hooked on phonics as a child. I was one of those. <laughs> yes, I'm fully transparent. <sighs> yeah. What was that commercial? Hooked on phonics worked for me. <laughs> I know that was her when she was younger. Seriously, I struggled as a child. Really? I did. Yep. You're like a super smart person. You got over it. That I, I mean, okay. you got, no, listen to what you just said. You're a super smart person, but you got over it. You, you got over the reading struggles because you're a super smart person. Thank you. Well educated. See how it makes people stop when you encourage them? <laughs> There's the social experiment right there. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> the look 
on your face. Hey, I got an I appointment it, I got to get to. <laughs> I knew it would work. Now, but listen, this uh, is what we could be doing out in the world to be Jesus to other people is just giving them an encouraging word. Oh. I, <laughs> walked into it, Nicole. You set me up. You set me up. All right. So the other conversation when it comes to homesteading, uh, it's it's. <sighs> oh dear! I love doing stuff around the house with my husband. I I honestly do. We went out and fired up the burn barrel this weekend and burned all kinds of you know we we burn all the paper stuff. Right, right. And we've been holding on to it all winter long. So we went and burned all kinds of paper stuff and we recycle the other stuff down the road. And anyway, we had a great time. We love to do stuff like that around. We cleaned out both of our sheds. He put his tractor in one. He went out and rode his tractor around the yard. He was having such a good time. Anyway, we have uh, just started to to go in that direction and getting the garage cleaned. We got rid of the extra dishwasher yesterday. Boy, that went fast on Facebook Marketplace. I oh, couldn't yay. believe it. Yay. Yeah, I was surprised at how fast it went. We we gave him a, like a really low deal, but everybody was like, would you take 75? I'm like, no, it's like dirt cheap right now. Anyway. We got rid of it. It was a nice Christian couple. It was fine. It was all good. Okay, back to the story. So my husband and I were talking about disconnecting from being dependent. You know, we've talked a lot about... Dependent on society. Yeah, dependent on the government, dependent on all that kind of stuff. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but there is some However... There is some truth to that when they make you so dependent. Now I'm learning Medicare is like seriously making people dependent on the government. And I will never sign up for that. After watching my mother and my husband going through it, never do that. But anyway, um, he's talking about, I don't want to get that on my phone because I don't want to be tracked. I'm like, honey, you got a phone. Like you're being tracked. You know, you get on the internet, you're being tracked. Everything we do, we're being tracked. Right. You know, it's just the way it is. We have internet. But what would it look like if we started... To back away from those. Now, I'm not saying completely because society now is we no longer have landlines for the most part. Everybody carries a cell phone. But what if at a certain time of the day, we just put that cell phone on the charger and we don't go back to it until the next day and you walk away from it. You turn off the Internet like he wants to actually code our Internet to turn off at a certain time and not turn back on until the next morning. And have you talked through that? Are you on board? Or are you still trying to talk through it? I'm okay with it. It's just trying to figure out how to make that happen. And I told him, I said, I do have a smart plug. We can just turn off the electricity <laughs> to it. Let's no, wait, disconnect. Wait. Let's disconnect. But connect no. everything into a smart plug to disconnect us. Okay, you know I'm with you. No, here's the other part of that. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I just said that. Because here's the other part of that is the smart plug is connected to the Internet. Okay, so... <laughs> That wouldn't work because all of our lights are also connected to smart plugs. Oh, my gosh. Oh, see how dependent I've gotten on smart plugs and smart technology? You're the one that told me about smart plugs because of all my Christmas stuff. You're like, if you just put on Yeah, the Christmas, it's great. I can just say, hey, Siri, or hey, Alexa, light up the Christmas tree or whatever. I'm in a festive mood, and I like to have on on my porch... On my porch, it's a white light, but on my garage, there's three lights, and they are red, white, and blue. I like to be patriotic. So, I mean, those God are all... Bless America. Yeah, those are all smart bulbs. But anyway, it, it, that was what sparked the conversation, is we have smart plugs. And, you know, my mom struggles trying to figure out, you know, 
where all the switches are. And we have actual switches in the room, but I also have smart plugs. So she could just hit a switch. So I said, Mom, you know, making this easy for you, you can just speak to all these devices and here's all the things they can do. But then she'd say it wrong and it wouldn't listen to her. So she's like, Alexa, living room light on. And I'm like, well, that's not the right word to say it. <laughs> you have to say Alexa, living room on. So now she's got it. So I come home and lights are on. Now I'm like, she's got turn the dis- lights off. <laughs> she's got a disco party going on when you get home with all these lights. I'm like, yeah, okay, now, uh, mom, you done in your bedroom? Because I'd like to turn the light off. Right. Yeah, she leaves the lights on a little bit. But God love her. She's, she's, she seems to have, you know, fit right in. You know, it's going to be kind of tough going back to New York and having her clean out her house. And I don't know how that's going to be emotionally. She's been really freaking out about it. And I told her yesterday, Mom, we're going to walk through this together. We'll talk about feelings. It's going to be okay. You know, we'll do it together. So anyway. You also had mentioned this was something earlier about her attending a grief. Grief share. Yes. Share and how beneficial that has been. Oh, yeah. She has been um, doing that. And it's it's been really, really good for her. As a matter of fact, now I'm like, oh, such and such. Oh, she lost her husband last year. She goes, is she in a grief share? She really needs a grief share. Like oh, she's wow. recommending it to people. She really loves it. And it's funny because she said to me, she goes, well, I already know all the stuff they're talking about, but I'm going to go. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, okay, whatever. So she does her homework. And, and I wonder if she did her homework today. I wonder if she remembered that tonight's grief share. Because I, I have her going to physical therapy today, too. So she might be just focused on the physical therapy part of it. So how did we squirrel to grief share? And mom? Yeah, when you were talking about a smart and disconnecting. Oh, because I've got mom. So oh, like, yes. I've, I've set it up to where mom has help if she falls or whatever. If she falls, she can tell my smart thing to to call me. So you need all of that right now. You are dependent. On all of that to help. Yeah, and my husband is saying, what can we disconnect from? That's what he wants to know. So I'm not in the favor of turning off the internet at night because it does control our lights. You know why? It's really wonderful to lay in bed, you know, go to bed with the lights on and then just tell the lights to go off. I love it. It all started with, what is it, the clapper when you clap and the lights go off? (laughs) So Brian was cooking for St. Patrick's Day. Um, What did he cook? What's the traditional... Corned beef and corn beef and cabbage. And cabbage, yes. He cooked that. Yes, I'm telling wow. you, I have an amazing husband. No, but you didn't invite us over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, but Evie walks into the kitchen. She goes, "Hey, Dad, where's the beef?" We started uh. roaring. She goes, "Why is that funny? I just asked, where's the beef?" And so we pulled up the commercial. Oh yes, and it made Brian and I feel very old because it yeah. was a Wendy's commercial. In 1984. Oh, yeah. And that old woman, that lady got sued eventually. Did you know that? No. Because she was famous for that line, where's the beef? And she started saying it in other places, but it was trademarked. And Wendy's sued her and took money back. Yes. Oh, I didn't know She signed an agreement that she wouldn't use it in other places, and she started using it wherever she went. Because people would see her and want to hear her say it. Right. And she wasn't allowed to say it just whenever. That makes me sad. Yeah. I don't know how much money she lost, but she she well, she was quite sued. old, so I know she's no longer with us. Well, that's probably true. Yeah. But let's not get back to the casket conversation. Yes, I know. We're beyond that. Oh my gosh. Putting in the show notes like caskets and <laughs> homesteading. How, how to disconnect <laughs> dot 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 caskets. <laughs> right? <laughs> Society dependent on too much. 
Yeah, it, we could spin it. You could spin it any way you wanted. Mm. Yeah. I, well, anyway, we are getting to the end of our time together, so we're going to have to say goodbye. But Bye. wow, what an interesting conversation today. And I kind of wished I'd been that guy overhearing your conversation at Costco. Oh, man, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, there is something to be said about Tom and you discussing how to disconnect, become less dependent on, you know, uh, Brian and I are still figuring that out. Yeah. And how do we raise our kids when that's all they know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think about what my kids never saw. You know, we've talked about that in the past and and they don't know a life without cell phones. Right. And we did. We, you know, and we survived. That's right. the part that <laughs> they don't get. We really did survive. And we weren't waiting for someone to call us back immediately. You know, we waited for them to get home and to hit the button on their answering machine, and then they might call us back in the evening. Allie has an answering machine in her bedroom. It was given to her because she thinks it's fun to record and hear. Does anybody call? No, I mean, like, it's just plugged in, but she can record herself with a greeting. Oh, that's so cute. So she just thinks it's the funnest thing ever. Aw. I know. Maybe she needs to be on the radio. Hmm. Hmm. All right, that's our time for this week. (laughs) You too. We'll chat next week. Bye. The Rise of Hemp Podcast Network.